Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel. Thank you so much for joining me today. And a big thank you to everyone who supports on Patreon, where you get that bonus podcast every, win, uh, every Monday that I do with Victor Ruiz, as well as the um, ability and, and opportunity to participate in our Zoom talks like the last episode where we had a great conversation on Somewhere in Time by Iron Maiden. And those were all people who support me on Patreon. You also get a t-shirt if you do the $5 a month tier or up. And uh, Nick Beach joined us recently. He's over in Australia. Nick, I took your package with your t-shirt in it to the post office and I was told to come back next week because apparently the United States is not sending packages to Australia, which seems crazy because I just sent one to Australia to Sam uh, like a month or so ago. So I know I can get it over to you. I just, I'm not sure if it's a COVID thing or what's going on, but Nick Beach, our newest supporter on Patreon, your t-shirt is already packaged up and ready to go, and uh, just be patient. Thanks. I actually I, I spoke about this in the Mark Striegel podcast, which is exclusive to the patrons on Patreon earlier today. Also, a big shout-out to Miss Metal Dan, Sam in Australia, Sam Warwick, who the previously uh, mentioned Sam Warwick. Great picture of him on my Twitter feed wearing his shirt. Kado Yogovi, Adrian Kuzik. Dane Damage, Madison Hatter, who played a show recently. Emily and I were going to attend the show. However, um, I don't know. It was like a couple weeks ago and Delta was still kind of spiking. So we, we stayed home looking to watch the live stream, but the live stream didn't work. So sorry, Madison Hatter. She's great, by the way. If you don't know her music, check it out. Seth B. in Kansas. I got to get back to the Jeff Pilsen meditation class with with you, Seth. It's just, uh, it's been crazy. But um I will, because I miss Jeff, I miss, and I miss you. Alan Janssen, Hank Reeves of Dash Vodka. Hank, I am all out of Dash Vodka. I need some more. Um, John Simpson, a guy I've known for many years. Thank you for your support, John. Huckney Jacobson, Ed Ferguson, Denny Striegel, a guy I've known for 51 years. That's my dad. Uh, Patrick Sabin, Jerry from Salt Lake City. Blue Walsh, 21. Victor Guzman, Gene Eugene DX, also a picture of him wearing a Talking Metal t-shirt on my Instagram, which is at Talking Metal. Mario Charance, Andrew Miller, Jeremy Weltman, Chris Riley, Johan 
Erdstrom, Stephen Rodriguez, Tommy Anderson, Gregory Muse, Kenny McCrimmon, Leo from Alaska, Brad Dahl, Dan Gerwan. I haven't heard from Dan forever, man. Are you all right, Dan? I hope you're doing okay. Victor M. Ruiz, who as well as hosting the bonus Patreon-only podcast with me, is a supporter here. So you can also support him individually on Patreon. Sam Soupy, Drake, Matt Carroll, Joe Ryan. I miss Joe Ryan. We hung out in at the end of 2019 at the Rainbow. So much fun. Got to get back there to L.A. soon, Joe. Hope you and the family are well. Jason Seth, Stephen Saylor, Ron Keel, Jean-Francois Blah, Anthony Mackey, James Bennett, David Gray, Fred Roots, Michael Street, Mike Jones, Steve Hoker, John Bovari, Metal Dan, and that's it. We had a few people drop off. I'm trying to figure out who that is. Anyways, we're at 50. If I get to 100, guys, I will provide you with a bi-weekly video show. It seems unlikely at this point we're going to get to 100 unless I mix it up or do something differently. So maybe I'll bring back the Mark in the Minivan episodes because people seem to like those. I don't know. Thinking, thinking of that little two-minute clips, you know, could be fun. Just spouting off. But anyways, let's get into the episode. All right. So we are in this country. We're seeing COVID rates go way down in Florida, New York City. They're going down. So that's all good news you know, I'm on the fence about about what what we do. Do we keep these tours going, these concerts going? Um, and I don't know. At first, I was like, "Oh, they, people shouldn't be out there playing during Delta." Now, I'm kind of just at the point where you know we wore the masks, we got the vaccine. Maybe we'll get the boosters. Maybe some of us have gotten the booster already. Um, you know, and I think it's I think it's time. I think it's just time to move forward with this guys and and you know what's the end game of covid no no one knows you turn on the the tv there's every expert on there you know there's there's a few possibilities some people think it's over already you know they're they're out there doing their thing it's it's basically over already other people think oh it's going to end in october that's when delta is going to disappear and then there's other people that are like, well, maybe it won't be over until, you know, the spring or late next year. And then other people, two, three years down the road, it's going to be over. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, and no one knows. That's, that's the sad thing. You know, we got a new variant on the rise, the Mu variant. Everyone's freaking out over that. If you don't know the Mu variant, you're obviously not paying attention to the news. Everyone needs to get off their own Facebook feeds and start doing research on their own as to what is happening with COVID, you know, really, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, people don't know about this new variant. Uh, yeah, get on my Facebook page every day. I'm seeing, you know, fellow podcasters and people in rock and roll and even TV, the business that I make most of my money and um, coming down with this and getting hit hard. So, I don't know. I don't know what this what the solution is. You know, Rob Halford recently said, uh, it was, you know, a week ago or so, said, you know, he kind of defended 
Judas Priest touring during the pandemic. And let's let's face it, this is hurting ticket sales for sure. But, you know, he, he said something that kind of rings true in a way to me, at least. He said, here's the thing. We got to get out there and do it, man. If we don't, we're going to be sitting home for the rest of this year, next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. The stuff isn't going to go away. We've got to find a we got to find a way of getting through it. You talk about herd immunity. You talk about all these different things. You can only do as much as you can do. You got your bubble. You've got your mask. You've got your sanitizer. And even that can't kill this demon of a virus. If it hits you when your friends like Gene and Paul of Kiss get it and Sebastian and Bruce Dickinson and all my other friends, thankfully they haven't been devastated by the horrible thing like so many people have, he continued, but we've got to do it. I think there's a lot of scientists had said, look, everyone hang on. If we can give it another year or two, we've, we've got the vaccine and that's going to kick its ass, but they haven't, have they? All right, well, yeah, I think the vaccine is kicking its ass where people are getting vaccinated. Part of the problem is there's countries where there's only a 2% vaccine rate. Uh, you know, 2% of the population is vaccinated, and that's a big problem because that's where the other variants are going to pop up. But, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Rob. It's time to move on. I'm sorry about the background noise. It's like we've moved into this new house and no one... I used to have a nice quiet basement to record in. It just doesn't work and people are just yelling and screaming. That's that's my family. If you want to experience a very loud family, come to my house. Drives, drives me nuts sometimes. However, I'm thankful. Very thankful. The dogs are driving me crazy. I, I tried to take a nap today. I never take naps. And it was just like my kids and my wife were at the pool the town pool and I just was like oh peace I'm gonna rest they just barked for two hours straight as I as I laid there drives me crazy anyways back to the COVID thing I don't know man I really don't know I'm going to see Megadeth I guess in two weeks I guess I bought the tickets then after that I got comp tickets for Pearl Jam and Smashing Pumpkins and Billy Idol which are a part of this festival so I, I, I don't know, but I, they're all outdoor shows. And, you know, Rob might be on to something there. And two weeks ago, I may have not, I, may, I think I may have felt differently. I may have been like, you know, maybe these bands shouldn't be out there. But, but we got we to gotta start opening the door back up. And it's not going to fly open, you know. So I know for a fact that these bands aren't, they're not playing to capacity crowds, a lot of them, maybe maybe a handful here and there, because people are still hesitant. We know that, we know that, but let's, I don't know if applaud the, is the word, but let's respect the people who are starting to get that door opened for us again. And when you're comfortable, you can go join the party. You know, you can. So I was confident I was going to feel comfortable in August and then Delta kind of happened and I'm, you know, seven months in on my vaccine and then I was, wasn't so comfortable. But, you know, now I'm feeling like numbers are going down. The boosters are going to be hitting. I think it's time. I think it's time. 
So I won't, you know, I, I will consult my wife before we go to start going to concerts, but I think she's down for the Megadeth show. I'll keep you guys posted. Let me know. Are you guys out there going to shows? What are you doing? To the listeners out there who have stuck with me this last month, I really appreciate that. It has been our lowest listened to month in like two years, so uh, <laughs> which bums me out. But at the same time, I kind of get it. We didn't really have many big name guests in August, so we're going to need to step things up. I'm really trying to uh, step things up with guests this fall. We have Zach Wilde booked for an interview next week. Hopefully it happens. We are talking with the great rock and roll manager, Doc McGee, about potentially doing an interview. So uh, those would be two great interviews to start off the fall. Listen, after Labor Day, I kind of consider it to be the fall, although I know technically it still might be summer, but... The unofficial end of summer. That's what they call Labor Day, I believe, right? So, yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, bring back some big-name guests. And I, I'm really hoping that we are back to doing in-person interviews. I tried to book the, the Zach Wilde interview as an in-person and it seemed like they almost went for it, but then they decided Zoom would be better. All right, so that's where we're at. And again, August was a really lowly listened to, lowly rated, I guess I'd say, lowly listened to month. So we will uh, we will definitely need to put some muscle into this to bring things back. Maybe I let things slip a little this summer. I apologize. I know there's a, a small majority of you guys that like listening to me it's not even majority. It's a small group, not the majority, you guys, that like listening to me talk, and I appreciate that. It means a lot. But we definitely will get some guests, because I know you want to hear guests. I get that. Guests are important. Famous people that you know, people like Doc McGee, who work with famous people you know, I think are going to be uh, good interviews, and uh, yeah, I'll try to step it up, okay? You have my word. Let's, right now, remind you that you get a bonus podcast every week. You know, and I really am digging these bonus podcasts I do. And it's because it's a conversation with another person. I do think, for me personally, usually I enjoy talking with somebody else. I mean, I, if I'm playing music, I don't need to talk to somebody else. But sometimes I feel it's it's hard to just keep, <laughs> keep this going when it's just me. Um. I wish I could play music, man. And I know people are like, why don't you get on Spotify? You can do something where you it places songs in the podcast. I just, I don't want to have to do a whole nother platform of stuff. I, I, I don't, and I, I don't like Spotify, honestly. I, I used to be on Spotify. I much prefer Apple Music. There's a, a couple of reasons that I am, more than a couple of reasons I am kind of not feeling Spotify lately. So there you go. They kicked us off, you know, and they put us back on. We got back on. Had to jump through all sorts of hoops to get back back on Spotify. But we are on there, and I know some of you people listen to us on Spotify. After they hear this, they'll probably kick me off again. Joking, hopefully, that is not the case. So let's let's take a look at some headlines. 
So Deep Purple on blabbermouth.net, it says Deep Purple is turning to crime with a possible announcement of new music. So we have, um, I guess their turningtocrime.com website is where we have a countdown clock. I'm there now, just clicked on it. And you see the guys in Deep Purple, Ian Pace, Steve Morris, Ian Gillen. I mean, these guys are not young guys. <laughs> Ian's like pushing 80. Seriously, man. Happy birthday to Roger Waters, by the way. He turned he turned 78 the other day. I, I, and Gillen's close. He's like, what is he, 77, 70, 76, 77? Yeah, so I'll take it, man. Their, their last output has been has been good. Bob Ezrin involved with Deep Purple as of late. So the countdown clock says in 29 days... I don't know if we get new music or we get an announcement or what's going on, but we will find out. And it does appear that they're doing something. And they gotta, they gotta get in another tour or so because that's seriously, that's it. You know, I mean, they're gonna be, they're not gonna be out there touring Highway Star at eighty. Really, I don't know, man. Maybe, but I, w- I would like to see them one last time. That would be fun. I saw them like what two three years ago i guess it was three years ago with uh judas priest yeah it had to be three years ago at this point now white snake has announced more european farewell tour dates white snake is out there touring and you know i know white snake has always had a lot of guys in the band but the picture right now it's like seven guys it's getting a little ridiculous um i'm not sure why they need so many guys but actually i guess i do get it it's the vocals are heavily in reinforced, but you got Michael Devon, who's such a great singer. You know, I, I don't understand why you need all these guys in the band. That's just me. I, I think they would be fine with six, but now White Snake has seven people. But maybe that's the way it is. You know, Guns and Roses. You got you got Slash, Duff, and Axel, the iconic figures in the band, and you got all these other people up on stage. Dizzy Reed, I guess, is somewhat iconic. Not nearly as iconic as, as Duff or Slash or Axel, but there you, and you know, I saw Roger Waters. I mentioned him earlier. I saw him maybe two, three years ago, and and he had a ton of people on stage with him too. So whatever works, I guess. Right? I shouldn't give a White Snake shit for adding an additional member. Motionless and White have 16 or 17 songs to choose from on the upcoming album. I like these guys. I, I don't have a vast knowledge of their music and catalog, but anyone who's like under 40 out there rocking it, who's kind of got a cool image and stuff, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Triumph's Rick Emmett says the upcoming documentary will feature a little bit more of Gil Moore's perspective than his own. All right. There's an interview. We interviewed Gil Moore uh, that's up there on, on YouTube somewhere, youtube.com slash talking metal. Ross the boss has apologized for insulting man war. It's not my style to say things like that. There you go. And Bruce Dickinson fires back at critics over his Brexit comments. I, I will say this. A lot of people in the States, you know, were against Brexit and this and that and that. I, I, I don't wish to, to try to comment much maybe a little bit I will but much on politics of a country I don't live in where I don't understand the dynamic there 
And Bruce, to me, seems like a pretty reasonable guy, whether I agree or disagree with his thoughts. I respect what he has to say. Winger canceled the show due to multiple numbers of the touring party coming down with COVID-19. I, I love how they do this. It's always multiple numbers or mem- a member of the touring party. They never want to give names, you know. That's kind of interesting. They don't want you to know who's sick. I mean, do you see Jonathan Davis out there on stage, like, sitting down? It's pretty amazing. He doesn't look like he's recovered from COVID, and they're throwing him back out there on stage already. And, I mean, I know, yeah, sure, Dave Grohl and Axl Rose sat down when they broke their foot or whatever and did shows. I get that, but the Jonathan Davis thing to me is different because... COVID's a lung capacity thing, man. I mean, it, it, and he's out there. He looks physically exhausted, propped up in a chair. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, couldn't they have given the guy some rest or is there just too much money to be made or be lost if he isn't out there doing it? So I don't know, man. I don't know. It seemed a, a little a little premature for Korn to return to me. He didn't, he didn't look, just from the video that I saw, he didn't look didn't look like he was anywhere near 100%. Black Oak, Arkansas guitarist Ricky Lee Reynolds, dead at 72. This is a band I really don't know much about. I know Ozzy Osbourne was a fan of theirs, which I believe is why he asked Tommy Aldridge to join his band. But I couldn't tell you anything about Black Oak, Arkansas. I don't know what they, what their songs were or <laughs> oh, anything. It's just a band I've been hearing about my entire life. But I, I honestly don't know much about them. Oh, Jim Dandy. Okay. So, yeah, Jim Dandy was in Black Oak, Arkansas, too. And he was, um, a lot of people think David Lee Roth stole a lot of his moves and antic stage stage persona. But, yeah, I, honestly, I'm embarrassed to say I probably, maybe if you told me one of their songs, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that song. But off the top of my head right now, I have no idea what any of their songs are. I know I've seen footage of that guy, Jim Dandy, their singer, because, again, there were so many comparisons with him and David Lee Roth, and David maybe was a, people accused him of stealing his, his stage persona from, you know, stealing Jim Dandy's stage persona, but who knows? All right, we'll leave it at that. Anyways, I thank you guys, as always, for listening, for hanging with me. We will be back with guests. Guests are coming back, I I promise you, okay? So, sorry about the last month and a half here. We will uh, step it up. We'll step it up. I got to, or I'm I'm losing you guys. I I recognize that, and I I don't like that. So, thanks to anyone who's stuck with me. I wish I could play music. I mean, this would be a music episode right now. I'd be playing tunes that I'm currently digging, and some classic tunes that I want to remind you guys about, but I'm not doing that. I'm sitting here talking, which uh, I hope doesn't feel too forced. I will admit that talking is a a source of therapy for me. I love just turning the mic on and talking, but I also loved playing music, and I wish I could do both those things, not just talk. But enough. Don't mean to end it on a negative note, but that's that. Talk to you next time, guys.